welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm your other host, Mandy. And we're here to talk to you about all things Disney. As always. Yes. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the three iconic mountains in Walt Disney World. I know there's technically a fourth mountain in Disneyland, but we are just covering the ones in World today. So we're going to be talking about Splash, Space, and Big Thunder. Yes. These are three of my absolute favorite rides in Magic Kingdom, along with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes. Because you know me, I like the thrill rides. And I also love learning about the rides and how they came to be, so we wanted to bring those fun facts to you today. Yes. So do we want to start with your favorite being space? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, just some, like, general ideas or thoughts about the ride. You have to be 44 inches tall to ride it. The ride duration is two minutes and 38 seconds, and there are two different ride tracks. Yes. Okay, so I have that after the ride was conceptualized, Disney had to wait 11 years for technology to catch up. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, John Hench, he designed it in the early 60s, and the first Space Mountain didn't debut till 1975. The technology was just way too slow back then. That's crazy that they were so... Ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, some of the early names for the ride included Spaceport and Space Voyage. Do you like one of those better? I don't. No? You like Space Mountain? <laughs> I like Space Mountain. Maybe. You like that they have mountains? Yeah. I feel like... It's iconic. There are three mountains. I have a shirt about the three mountains. Can't change it. That's very true. <laughs> okay. So Space Mountain was actually the world's very first completely indoor roller coaster. And it kind of like revolutionized like what roller coasters could be. Because there were some roller coasters that like were indoor outdoor, but it was mainly outdoor. So this kind of like made people see, hey, we can do this. Okay, so this next one I found to be crazy. So the ride cost is more to build than the entire Disneyland park. That is pretty crazy. That's insane. So by the time Disney was a Disneyland officially opened on July 17th of 1955, the final price tag was 17 million. 20 years later, the construction of Space Mountain was 18 million dollars. Now I know that's 20 years apart right so you know inflation a little bit but like but they still. built an entire park yeah for the amount it costs to, to build, build one, one ride. ride that's crazy that's insane that is insane go ahead okay so all the parks but disneyland and shanghai have space mountain attractions i wonder why that is i don't know get on it shanghai let's go <laughs> um space mountain was the world's first computer-controlled coaster, which I feel like makes sense. It, way ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, all coasters are pretty much computer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I find it neat because the structural beams for the building are actually on the outside of the building versus the inside. Normally, like, the structural beams will be on the inside because, like, you don't want to see them on the outside. It's just not as aesthetically pleasing. So that's very, like, different and unique that the building supports are on the outside. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay, and my last fun fact for space, I know you have a few more, mm -hmm. is space is actually one of the slowest 
thrill rides at the Magic Kingdom. Which is crazy to me, by the way, because, like, it feels like you're going so fast. I know. The rocket only reaches a top speed of 28 miles per hour. Yeah. That's, like, your average of what you're driving your car. Yeah. I mean, I know it's 25. Right. But, like... That's all you're going. Yeah, it seems so much quicker. I guess because it's like so many turns and it's dark and you don't know where you're going. Yeah. So by comparison, Big Thunder Mountain can get up to 30 miles and Splash can get up to 40. So it really is like slow. Yeah, it's like turtle, even though it doesn't feel like it. It's <laughs> crazy. Okay, my next one. The height from the top peak of the building is 183 feet tall. It was built to this height purposely so it would not be taller than Cinderella's castle because they didn't want anything like, you know, eclipsing Cinderella's castle. And the building is about 300 feet around. So it's a pretty decent sized building. That is pretty decent, yeah. And as always, Disney is always paying attention to details. So they actually consulted astronaut Gordon Cooper when creating the ride. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, along with it being not as fast as I thought it would be, like the steepest slope on the ride is only 39 degrees. Like, that surprised me. Yeah. You know, you would think it would be like... It, the way it super... feels like you're moving, it feels like you're turning like at 90 degree angles and stuff, yeah. but clearly you're not. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, my last one for Space Mountain is um, that it was named Space Mountain. You had mentioned that there were some other names put out for it, yes. but it was dubbed Space Mountain officially in 1966. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, do you want to move on to Big Thunder, or do you want to move on to Splash? What are you thinking? Let's go to Big Thunder. All right, so Big Thunder. Do you want to start? Sure. So Big Thunder isn't actually made of rock, even though it looks like it's all made of rock. It was made with 6,500 tons of steel, 90,000 gallons of water, 4,675 tons of mud, and 4,000 gallons of paint. Wow. That's a lot That's stuff. That's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so the sounds for Big Thunder, um, the actual trains from the attraction were recorded and used for the minecart chase scene in the 1984 film Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, that's really cool. So, like, watch that and then go on the ride, because I, I never noticed. Right. No, I haven't either. But now that we're, like, aware of it, now I that feel we're like in it's going to really stick out. Yeah. So, in California, there was actually another attraction where Big Thunder is now. Um, it was called the Rainbow Cavern Mine Train, and it opened in 1956. That ride was replaced in 1960 by the Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland, and that closed in 79 to make space for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Hmm. Okay, so as you pass through the explosives room, and you kind of snake your way around all the crates and the dynamite like boxes there's a label on some of them that is the western river explosives and that is a reference to the never built western river expedition attraction that's really interesting yeah. i wonder if they'll ever like go back and make it i don't know or if they'll ever put it in like another park yeah if they decide to open you know one somewhere else yeah who knows um, speaking of the queue, you also will see a portrait of Barnabas T. Bullion. It says he's the founder and president of the Big Thunder Mining Company. 
Uh, the portrait is actually of Tony Baxter, who was one of the main Imagineers responsible for making the ride. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I have another one about the queue. So behind the stacks, if you look below the window that opens up to the mountain, you'll notice a row of like cranks and like plungers. Mm -hmm. And they're actually detonators that will cause blasts of smoke and flashes of light that erupt along the track. So you can make other people's ride experience different, which I think is really cool. And I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It is fun. And I like that you, in the line, probably don't know what's going on, but you're like adding magic For somehow. someone else. It's right. so cool. It is pretty cool. So we have a lot about the queue, because I have another one about the queue, actually. Okay. So there's a crate. This is kind of in the front of the ride. It's next to, like, the drinking fountain. It says it's to be shipped to Fire Chief Richard LaPere Jr., and he's an actual fire chief. He's the fire chief of Reedy Creek Fire Department, which actually services Walt Disney World. Oh, I love that. Which is pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, my second to last fun fact about Big Thunder is all about the hidden Mickeys. So you need to keep an eye out for the cacti because some of them are shaped like Mickey heads. And then another spot you should be on the lookout for is on the first hill of the ride. There's three large gears that make an upside down Mickey head. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I have some differences between the California version and the Walt Disney World version. Um, obviously, the scenery is going to be a little bit different, but um, Magic Kingdom's track is actually a few feet longer, and also the mountain at Magic Kingdom is taller than the one at California. Oh, that's interesting. So it's a little bit different, but it's still not taller than Cinderella's Castle, because nothing in Magic Kingdom is taller than Cinderella's Castle. Yes, because nothing can be taller than that castle. No. No, no, no. Okay, and then my last fun fact for Big Thunder, it was actually my favorite. It's not, I don't feel like the most interesting, but it's really sweet. So there's a total of six trains that weave through the tunnels and the caverns of the abandoned mine, and each train is given a clever name. So their names are I Am Brave, Aww. I Be Hardy, I am fearless, you be bold, you are courageous, and you are daring. I love and that. And I think that is the cutest thing. Yeah, Again, I love that. Not, like, super interesting, but I just think that's so, like, sweet. I don't know. I love that when I read that. That is super cute. Um, so we know, like, Disney always pays crazy attention to detail. And in order to make this attraction, they actually used antique mining equipment for, like, the scenery. That way it would be authentic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's really neat. And my last one for Big Thunder is Dallas McKinnon. He voiced the safety announcements for Big Thunder, but he also voiced Ben Franklin for American Adventure at Epcot. Oh, I didn't know that. So Ben Franklin is reading the safety announcements on Big Thunder. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I feel like that doesn't work. But that doesn't work. <laughs> but it works. I love that, though. Okay, and last but not least, we're going to talk about Splash. Splash. So, do you want to start with Splash again? Sure. So, Splash Mountain has 965,000 gallons of water that runs through the ride. That is a lot of water. Yes, 
Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so the original plan name for the attraction was actually going to be Zippity River Run. That's super cute. Yeah, that's adorable. I would have been happy with that. Mm -hmm. Like, because yeah. we were talking about how space maybe wasn't. But I feel like Zippity River Run was. That is cute. Yeah. I do like it. Okay, so do we remember how there was a portrait in Big Thunder Mountain Railroad of Tony Baxter? He yes. was the Imagineer responsible for Big Thunder. Is he in this one, too? He's in this one, too. Ooh. Yeah, so Tony Baxter actually thought of the idea for Splash Mountain while sitting in traffic. So thank you, traffic. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because what else do you do in traffic other than, like, daydream? Exactly. So, so. yeah, he thought up, he daydreamed Splash Mountain. That's awesome. What a creative mind. I know, right? I wish I had that. Me too. Okay. So, I talked about how it was Zippity D River uh, Run, but Michael Eisner considered changing direction and wanted to promote Splash, which at the time, it was the new mermaid movie with Tom Hanks. I, I've seen that movie. It's cute. So that's why, though, we have Splash, Splash Mountain. Which is so funny to me. That is funny. That, like, that's what he was like, I want to promote that. And, like, it has nothing to do with the movie Splash other than there's water. Yeah. <laughs> there is, like, no, there, I don't know, but I think that's hilarious. That is funny. Okay, so the last drop is actually 52 and a half feet, which is pretty tall if you think about it. Well, and you know what's crazy, too, like... Yes, it's super tall. Well, not super tall, but it is tall. It doesn't feel like that. No, it but doesn't. But space that's not even feels like you're diving a million miles into, like, the center of the earth. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's, like, so bright and colorful in there. Yeah, it doesn't that feel like, like you're in any danger, really. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Zippity Doodah is the only remaining song of the South song that Disney plays. Which, like, good on them? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess there were some questionable, like, how do I want to say this? It was just questionable. Yeah, the movie. The, the movie, movie was questionable, so. <laughs> so I'm happy that they were like, yeah, let's cut all of this. Because, like, okay. But it's a good song. It is a good song. So. Bad movie. Good song, bad movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy we at least get to hear the song. Yeah. But, you know, bad movie. Okay, so Splash Mountain has 68 on audio animatronics. So basically they're like little animatronics that like also produce sound. And one of them, an Imagineer programmed, it's a gopher towards the end of the ride to say FSU because he went to school at Florida State University. That's actually hilarious. So apparently there's like videos on YouTube of this gopher saying FSU. <laughs> I wonder if like, this is going to be very off topic kind of, but I wonder if there's a way where you could hear that. Like, the gopher saying it without being stuck in that part of the ride. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, like, often he says it or anything like that. Right. But, like, yeah. I've never noticed it. I never have either. And I wonder if it's because we've never heard it or because we didn't know to look for it. 
or, or listen for it. Or does it say it, like, so softly that, like, you have to really, like, know to hear it? Yeah, I'm really curious. So now, next time I go on Splash, if it's not being reverbed. Right. Um, into the Princess and the Frog ride, which, like, woo Um, I'm gonna listen. Yeah, same. Is it my turn? It is, it is. Okay. So, the drops are all different. Um, at the three Disney parks that this ride is featured. The height of the drops at each of the three locations, so California, Florida, and Tokyo, but the amount of drops and details are different. So, like, the final drop is the same, Mm -hmm. but the amount of drops and all the, like, details in the scenery are all different, which I think is cool. Yeah, because you have a different experience depending on what park you go to, so I think that's cool. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you know how there's the big boat in the finale with all, like, the animatronics on it that are, like, singing and it's, like, rocking back and forth? Yes. So that boat stands 22 feet high and is 36 feet wide. It's one of the biggest animatronics ever made. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So this one I found to be really, really cool. So this is my final fun fact, and then I have some hidden Mickey spots. But you may have noticed that there is a lantern that flashes from time to time. I have noticed this. In the area where you're being boarded onto your actual, like, log. So the secret is, is that it lets cast members know that the logs are about to move into the station so that they're prepared to move out the guests so that the next ones could come on. Right. But, like, I just think that's so interesting because if you're not looking for it, you would never know. You would notice. never know. Right. So what a creative way to not be like, it's coming! Right. <laughs> I just really like that. So the very first Splash Mountain was in Disneyland. It opened in 1989. And some of the animatronics were used in the um, that were used in the ride were originally from the show America Sings, which ran in Tomorrowland's Carousel Theater from 1974 to 1988. Hmm. Okay, so my last fun fact is a long one, but it's multiple hidden Mickey areas. So, on the barrel labeled Muskrat Moonshine, just before your flume log takes off, look at the S in Muskrat, and you'll find a hidden Mickey. The second location, um, there's a scene where Briar Frog is fishing with his toe, and next to the picnic basket, you'll see three red fishing bobbers that form a Mickey. Oh, cute. Just before the final drop, uh, the outline of rocks make up Mickey's profile. And then my last one is um, the hidden Mickey during the final scene with the riverboat. If you look over to the right in the clouds, you'll see a sunbathing Mickey oh, looking at the clouds. That's cute. Isn't that adorable? That's super adorable. Okay, I have two more. Only three of six parks have a Splash Mountain. The ones that have one are Walt Disney World and Disneyland in California, and also Tokyo Disneyland, and there are none in Paris, Hong Kong, or Shanghai. And also, Splash Mountain was supposed to... I find this one funny, by the way, guys. Splash Mountain was supposed to open in early 1989, but the first guests were getting, like, absolutely soaked. Mm. Like, super, super wet. So the ride had to be closed for a few months so that the boats and ride could be completely redesigned to create less splash. I was gonna say... You definitely get wet on the ride. Right, but you're not, like, drenched. 
Yeah, so that's hilarious that they were just like, you know what, drowned in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what's even funnier? Huh. The ones who, like, test wrote it were, like, the big executives. <laughs> so you got to imagine, like, I don't know why I'm imagining that these in, people like, in, like, suits and stuff and, like, dresses and, like, power suits, you know? Mm-hmm. And them being, like, absolutely soaking wet. I'm sure they didn't go on in power suits, but... <laughs> well, you never know, though, because if they were just, like coming for a visit you you never know you never know but yeah apparently these poor people got absolutely soaked (laughs) that kind of stinks but that's hilarious i love it and i love that it was like the big execs too same because that just makes it even better yes agreed oh i love that but (laughs) it's kind of funny too that like it had to be redesigned after the execs were like this is awful (laughs) yeah my god my socks are wet (laughs) But anyway, I thought it was funny. That is hilarious. I really like that fun fact. Me too. You know what else I really like, Alyssa? What is that? Our listeners, of course. Oh, I really like them too. Yes, and I want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode, Skyliner Food Tour. Thank you to our listeners in Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii, Indianapolis, Indiana. Thank you to our listeners in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Thank you to our listeners in Lawrenceville, Georgia, Wilmington, Delaware, Youngstown, Ohio. Thank you to our listeners in Brownsville, Texas, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, Post Falls, Idaho, Denver, New York, and last but certainly not least, Hendon Barnett in England. Thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know what was your favorite fun fact and what's your favorite mountain. Let us know on Facebook or Instagram at a Pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. You can also email us at Pinch of Pixie Dust at Outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.